Hello everyone, this is David here at Insightful Devotion, and I'm so glad that you were able to tune in and hear some encouraging words the Lord has given me to share with you all. Today, we will be discussing how we must stay ready. But before we go any further, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and kindness that you show us every waking moment of our lives. We pray that you would show us what we must do to stay ready and walk by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and we say thank you. Amen. Every year, in the months from June to November, the Atlantic Ocean, Caribbean Sea, and the Gulf of Mexico are urged to be prepared for hurricane season. Even with all the alerts and notifications that we have, including the access to TV, social media, other outlets, and even our conversations with one another, there are some people that will consider what is being said by making plans such as getting water, non-perishable food items, updating or making sure that their insurance policies are set in place and current, boarding windows and doors, contacting family members, and doing everything necessary, whether they are leaving the area to go to a safe place out of town, seeking transportation with the city to leave, or prepared to ride out the storm at home or the job, yet still having what is needed to survive. Then, there are those that will hear what is being said on getting prepared for hurricane season, and instead of taking heed, they ignore all of the warnings and signs of the weather and reject the help from loved ones, neighbors, organizations, and the city that will send them to a safer location until the storm passes. Yet, with all the help and the persistent alerts and notifications, the response for some people is to not take any action or put forth the effort in doing what is needed on their behalf to take cover and be prepared. I have heard stories from some family members, friends, neighbors, and strangers that have stayed and all have concluded that they will not be staying for the next hurricane. When the meteorologist shows the possible pass that the hurricane could take, they tell everyone watching to stay tuned over the next few days because things could change. Once the meteorologist gets more information on the storm, and it's looking that it may make landfall in your area, there will be a voluntary evacuation to give those a chance who are wanting to leave early. Then as people continue to watch the news, and the meteorologist notifies everyone that the storm is heading to their area by informing them with the date and time and the category of the hurricane, and once it is then recognized as a mandatory evacuation, you'll have some people that will receive the advice given and start preparing for the storm a few days before it makes landfall and they are out of the area while others stay behind. When I think of this topic on hurricanes, I can't help but be reminded on the parable of the ten virgins found in Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 through 13, NIV. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps, but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom! Come out to meet him! Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, 
Go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Foolish can be defined as lacking good sense or judgment, unwise. While wise can be defined as having or showing experience, knowledge, and good judgment. So in looking at the text, the five foolish that were unprepared and the five wise that were prepared, they were both waiting on the bridegroom. And when the announcement was made that the bridegroom was here, the five wise were with him. And once they had went inside, the door was shut. Later, the five foolish came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. So today we are faced with a decision in front of us. We must decide which side of the five we want to belong to. So take a moment to examine your walk with Jesus Christ. Understand that Jesus hung, bled, and died and rose for us to be with him in eternity. But in order for us to be a part of that glorious experience, we must be like the five wise and stay ready. For some of us, we used to be like the five foolish or may still be in that position today. Please listen closely. Psalm Numbers 150 verse 6 NIV says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if you're breathing, you qualify. Next, we see in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, NIV, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So we're breathing, which qualifies us, and we are humbling ourselves, praying and seeking Jesus' face and turning from our wicked ways. And God will heal us from all of our foolishness and all of our ungodly ways of living. God will do that and so much more if we are wise and obedient and stay ready. Let me put it like this. The wise in Christ Jesus will hear him say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. As it is said in Matthew chapter 25, verse 23. Or we can hear him say, I don't know you. What will you hear Jesus say to you? Will you be wise and seek him to see him? Or will you be unwise and miss him and have him diss you? Take a moment to think about it. Because what you decide will cause you to hear one of the two and where you will be at for all eternity. Whether your place of eternity be heaven or hell, the choice is up to you. And remember, God cannot be deceived. My prayer is that God will allow you to see how gracious he is toward you and that he died for us, knowing we were sinners, so that those who are wise will be with Jesus Christ in eternity. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 through 39, If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left. 
but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Remember, those earlier days after you had received the light, when you endured in a great conflict full of suffering, sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times, you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. So God has given us all a choice to make. We can be free in him, and by living for Jesus Christ, we can be with him in heaven for all eternity. Or if we continue in rebellion and have no desire to ever change and get to know Jesus Christ, then as I've heard it said before, this life we currently live in is the only heaven some people will see. Let us pray. Thank you, Jesus, for your love that keeps us. We bless your name, O God, because you are holy and worthy to be praised. Lord, we know that it is evident that we need to change some things in our lives today. So, Lord, open our eyes to see what needs to be changed. Lord, let us hear the instructions on how you would lead us to become more like you. Lord, we ask that you would help us put away childish things, as your word says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. We thank you for being the true and living God that is able to hear our cry for help and give us comfort. We pray that over the next few days, you would reveal to us what needs to be changed. So then in the act of obedience to our gracious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we will become wise, and when the bridegroom comes, we will be able to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. It's in Jesus' name we pray and we say thank you. Amen. Before we end this podcast, I would like to extend everyone an invitation that may not know Jesus to accept him as their Lord and Savior. And or those that may know Jesus and have backslided and need to rededicate their lives to Jesus Christ. It says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is the best decision you will ever make. 
Just say, Jesus, I've sinned, and I realize that you died for me so that I can have life in you more abundantly. I believe in my heart and confess it with my mouth that you raised from the dead with all power in your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, I believe that God has heard your prayer and has forgiven you from all of your sins. So continue to do your part by devoting yourselves in prayer, being watchful and thankful, as it says in Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, and get in a Bible-based church that desires to worship God in spirit and truth. And in doing so, you will see the scripture, John chapter 15, verse 4, come to pass. Remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And our insightful devotion memory verse this week to meditate on comes from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39, CSB. But we are not those who draw back and are destroyed, but those who have faith and are saved. So until next time on Insightful Devotion, if you're in need of prayer and would like us to pray for you, if you have a praise report and would like to share it with us, or even if you have a question, be sure to contact us at insightfuldevotion at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to receive encouraging and inspirational messages to help you in your walk with Jesus Christ throughout the day, get connected with us on Instagram at insightful underscore devotion and Twitter at insightfuldevo1. So I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen.